We'd like to welcome everyone to our first edition of the Association Spotlight Series. Today we have our president, Jimmy Byrne of Autism Services Center, and we're happy to sit down with him today. How are you doing, Jimmy? Doing well, thank you. Great. If you could just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here for the association and with your uh, position at Autism Services Center. All right. Well, just like you said, I'm the president of the, the association, and of course that's a year assignment. And so I've uh, been president since uh, July of uh, this year. Um, I'm the CEO of Autism Services Center, and uh, I've been doing that uh, for the last five years. And uh, we, uh, of course, I've worked at Autism Services Center now for 32 years. Wow, yeah, <laughs> and that's great. So tell us a little bit about how you got started out at ASC and what your first job there was. Uh, how did I get started? Um, I started working with an uh, individual um, with autism, uh, and he was considered a savant. And um, you can think of a, a savant skills as these extraordinary abilities or talents that can co-occur with a developmental disability such as autism spectrum disorder. Uh, he lived at home, and I would pick him up uh, during the week and take him out in the community and and uh, one of the games we, we used to play was, uh, I would ask him to remember license plates as we were out in the community. I thought it was so neat, I would write them down uh, and ask him to remember them. And after three or four hours out in the community, we would, uh, I would be taking him back home and I would ask him, hey, what were the license plates I asked you to remember? <laughs> and I thought it was the coolest thing because he could tell me every, not only every license plate, um, but in order, and I don't ever remember him uh, missing a, a letter or digit. Wow. And so when I talk about savant skills, uh, he could multiply four-digit numbers in his head. Uh, he could tell you the square root of any number in his head. Uh, you could ask him, uh, you could tell him what your birthday is. He could tell you, you know, the, the day you were born. Um, but you know, with, with these extraordinary abilities that I'm describing, he still needed my assistance uh, out into the community. He, he needed assistance mostly, mostly in uh, social interaction and self-regulation. Um, he had a difficult time, you know, in communication, reading nonverbal cues as we communicate, which are so important, or taking the perspective, you know, of someone else and seeing an issue from someone else's viewpoint. And so, you know, it was my job to assist him in uh, interaction and, you know, modeling appropriate behavior in the community. Right. So the way I understand it, since then, ASC has really just kept evolving uh, since the, those times um, in terms of the services you all provide in the community, in the tri-state area. And yeah, uh, yeah if you just want to talk about We a sure bit have. Um, well, we started out in 1979. Um, a remarkable lady named Dr. Ruth Sullivan um, was the founder of Autism Services Center. We became incorporated in 1979. Uh, her, her office was her dining room in her house and her, her desk was the dining room table. She ran a uh, advocacy and um, referral hotline. And, uh, you know, we started out with one employee and now we have over 400 uh, employees. Wow. Uh, and we we work in West Virginia, Ohio, and Kentucky. And we have an array of services. Um, 
uh, Autism Services Center is a licensed comprehensive behavioral health center. Uh, and we offer 24-hour uh, residential care where we serve uh, over 40 individuals. Um, we, we offer uh, in-home support where staff are going into family homes, um, providing services. We provide physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, um, and our, our, our service that's really grown a lot over the last 10 years is applied behavior analysis treatment for children with autism. And we have uh, three clinics now in uh, Lincoln County, West Virginia, Huntington, West Virginia, and South Point, Ohio. And uh, we have an array of other services, case management, support and employment, um, respite services, just to name a few more. Wow, yeah, that's impressive. Um, what, what is something that makes you proud about your, your daily job and what, what ASC really brings to the area? What is Anything stick out to you that you just it makes you happy and puts a, a smile yeah, on I mean, your face? I think just building on what I just said, I mean, just the expansion that we've had over the number of years um, going into uh, various communities, often very underserved communities where there are no services and ASC really filling, fill, uh, filling a void in those areas. So, you know, by saying that, we're serving so many more families now. Uh, than than um, ever before, uh, we we it's really hard to keep up with the need that we have. We have a waiting list, and we could provide so many more services if we could find staff. That's that's the main barrier right now uh, to providing uh, more services. And you know, I, I think when you when I think of you know how proud I am of the work that we do, just the I think the culture that we've created at Autism Services Center, and again, that starts with with Ruth Sullivan. Uh, really, uh, she she approached uh, running Autism Services Center as a parent. She was a CEO, of course, but she was also a parent of a child with autism, and she really worked very hard with us on. Uh, ensuring that our services were dignified and they were respectful to the individuals that we serve. Um, she, she worked very hard at ensuring when, when we offer services that, that we administer services with this parent mindset. If this was my child, this was my relative, um, how would I want services to be delivered? What do they look like? What decisions uh, would I want made? if this is my family member and you know when you put it in that perspective yep um it really increases the um significance of what you're doing so uh, we've done our very best at carrying over that hard work that that ruth solomon did uh even today we spend a significant amount of time with our staff um, talking philosophy and and what services should look like uh, as we can define them as dignified and respectful. Sure. Yeah, just tying into the kind of the workforce shortage issues that our entire state and of course the entire country and the world for that matter, I know that are facing. Um, what what are, are some of those obstacles that are, how, how are you all trying your best to get around them in this field? As I know it's tough, um, maybe just talk about enlightening some folks about the fulfilling parts of, of these jobs uh, within ASC. Um, not only, you know, they can be demanding jobs, and but also the fulfillment that these, these positions can bring. It's so important that, 
you know, our staff, uh, uh, in fact, a lot of our uh, upper level management staff have a lot of direct care staff experience. Um, um, and I think that brings so much uh, to their jobs and because direct support staff work can be hard. It can be very difficult and there's a lot of rewarding uh, aspects of direct support staff, especially when you see people develop new skills that, that you know, give them more opportunities in life or increases their quality of life. Sure. Uh, and being able to go to parents and describe the new skill sets, you know, that their, their, their child has developed uh, and the expression and the look that we get, you know, when we're able to tell parents that. I mean, it's invaluable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is so rewarding and, you know, getting back to what I was saying before, just you really rely upon those times when things get tough. You know, the grind gets gets harder and and you know, you're you're tied up in a lot of issues that you remember, why are you doing the services? And 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 it's about supporting people and assisting people grow and learn and and having higher qualities of, of life. Sure. So it just real quick, how, since you started where you were, are there any things that you kind of pull or take from, or how do you think you've benefited in your, your position now as CEO, as starting as direct care staff, uh, direct support? Uh, just some things that, you know, maybe uh, as opposed to maybe a CEO who's not, comes in outside or not as familiar with um, autism services. Yeah, in my case, <clears throat> um, I started out as direct support staff. Then I think I went to assistant manager then manager, then residential coordinator, program director, chief operations officer, CEO. 